Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. My name is Blake Clark, and I am the founder and visionary of Limitless Real Estate and also the team lead of the Clark team. My goal with this podcast is to show you that your possibilities are truly limitless with the right mindset and outlook on life. On this podcast, you're going to hear from not only myself, but also other members within our brokerage, as well as my team. And we're going to be discussing all things real estate, mindset, goal setting, and what it takes to build a good business and succeed in life. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Limitless Mindset Podcast. Hopefully you guys had an absolutely amazing week and you guys are ready to get another solid week kicked off. Hopefully you guys got some great plans lined up. Hopefully you guys are working on those businesses and you guys are out there grinding away. Uh, quick update for you guys. Things are going pretty good on our end. It's been an interesting market shift, but uh, we've been adapting and things are actually going really well. We've been staying super busy uh, as a brokerage as a whole right now. We've got uh, a little over 50 listings out right now, which is good. Uh, just like I said, bumping away, trying to add value and things are cruising along. Uh, we had our first brokerage uh, company wide meeting this week and that went well. It was uh, it's pretty awesome to get to recognize some of our agents out there that are just absolutely dominating and crushing it right now. So uh, today I wanted to keep it quick. I'm going to pop on here and add a little bit of value for you guys uh, that are small business owners, real estate, title, lending, whatever it could be, or any other business. I think this is going to be really helpful for you guys. And uh, like I said, I'm going to try to keep it short and sweet for you guys today. But this is really going to tie into marketing because I feel like a lot of people uh, don't really grasp the benefits of marketing or know how to market properly or know how to reach their audiences and the expectations of their marketing is just not correct. Um, I was actually having a message this morning. Another agent within a different brokerage was just reaching out to me, asking me some advice on marketing and what's been working really well for us. Um, and again, you guys had heard me talk about another podcast where you know his natural reaction was, do I just jump right into paid traffic? And uh, like I mentioned before on one of my previous podcasts, <clears throat> I never really recommend that you know right away. I think there's a lot of really good things you guys can do for free or very low cost before you're actually ready to start spending money on paid traffic. Uh, that should be a tool to help you guys scale once you guys have a really good system dialed in. But if you're not pulling a couple deals a month consistently, or making a few sales a month pretty consistently through uh, just you know getting yourself in the trenches, through door knocking, calling, emailing, texting. If you guys aren't getting business that way, I would not recommend jumping in and doing paid traffic. So you know, here's the thing that's always worked extremely well for me is that's been the consistency side of it. Like you guys have heard me say multiple times, you know, just consistency. It's doing the not so fun things every friggin' day. Uh, it's the small things that compound into the wins, the, the things that are not so sexy in the business space of just getting out there and making your calls and doing your texts and doing your emails and doing your social media posts uh, consistently every friggin' day. But with that being said, guys, you know, here's the thing. You guys have to uh, kind of put your guys' marketing into little buckets. Uh, you got these different channels that you guys do, but realistically, they should all tie themselves together. I'm a big fan of what they call like basically omni-marketing, where uh, when I do a marketing channel in one way, I try to find other channels to tie it all together so that basically once somebody is caught in my web, you know, my spider web, basically, they're going to see me all over the place. That's what I shoot for. Uh, so for example, we do do paid traffic for our brokerage now for my agents, just because we are at scale now, you know, we got 40, 40 plus agents working for us right now. Um, and so to kind of keep that going and to give newer agents a, a little bit of a kickstart, you know, we provide leads for them to call and reach out to, uh, so that it's not coming out of their own pocket. 
But one trick and strategy that's always worked really well for me is, you know, we get the new leads and obviously right away we got automation systems that are going to send out the text. They're going to send out the emails. That's the pretty basic, straightforward stuff. But another little trick that I've always done is as we get a new lead in, one of the first things we do and our, our CRM actually will do this for us is it'll go out and basically find that person's social media profile. So for example, they find us through like a Google pay-per-click or a Facebook ad or a, you know, another form of traffic that we're running ads on through a few different platforms that we use and they find themselves in our website immediately they're going to get triggered out by a welcome text welcome email obviously kind of introducing who we are what we do but our crm can actually uh, go out and find that person if they have a social media profile so facebook linkedin something like that and one of the first things that we do is we will go out and add those people right onto our social media channel now before you're uh, you know jumping right to the conclusion of like holy crap these guys are going in full stalker mode that's not necessarily what the purpose of that is the reason we do that is because think about it this way, guys. Let's say you guys get a random text or a phone call from somebody and you guys get it. I mean, we're getting marketed to, you know, 100 times a day uh, and you get this random text like, oh, God, I don't even know who this is. Just some other spam message, whatever. Right. You're most likely going to ignore it. Now, what our theory is behind this is basically is that as we get a lead that comes in, we get them on our social media. And it's not like we go and DM that person on social media. Now, hey, you registered on my website and what do you, you know, boom, buy my product or service. That's not what we do. The reason we do that is, is because it now allows them an opportunity to see who we are. Uh, if you guys kind of imagine you guys have a stage, right? You have this platform, you're standing up on it and your audience is your potential customers. They're all sitting out there in the front row. Now, imagine that you guys have curtains drawn and you're just talking from behind the curtains, you know what I mean? And your audience is sitting out there. They're not really going to have a connection with you. They're not going to know what you look like. They're not going to see your body language. They're not going to see who you are. It's going to be really hard to build a connection with you solely off of just a voice that they hear basically going on behind this curtain, right? It's very similar to you basically getting an internet lead or something like that and just firing off a text message. They have no idea who is on the other end of that line, basically. Now, imagine we open those curtains up and I'm just talking to a crowd, kind of like how I'm talking to you guys right now, basically. Uh, and you guys have the ability to now potentially see that person. You can see what they look like. You can see their body language. You can see their habits. You can see how they dress. You can see how they talk. You can see how they communicate. Right now, you're starting to build a little more of a connection with this person passively, right, from a distance. You're not directly engaging with them, but now you have a pretty good idea of who's talking with them. So this is one thing we do where we would get a lead, basically, that comes into our CRM and registers through traffic. One of the first things we want to do is get in front of them on social media because, as you guys know, we are very heavy on social media marketing. So we want to get them in our audience, aka we want to get them on our friends list or we want to get them on our followers list so that not only are they getting the text messages, maybe the emails from us, but they're also getting to see us on social media. They're getting to see the houses we post. They're getting to see some of the knowledge that we drop. Uh, they're getting to see some of the videos that we share. They're basically, we're building a relationship with them passively uh, through social media basically is what it is. You know, then we're probably going to go out and we might place a phone call to that person. You know, we're going to set them up on an email distribution list. So Essentially, we're basically now getting them through pay-per-click traffic. They enter our world or they enter our web basically through a you know an initial reach out. Uh, once they're in there, we try to get them in front of us, and now we're going to hit them through social media. We're going to hit them through text messages. We're going to hit them through you know it could be email marketing. You know, so you guys are starting to get the message now. We will basically try to foster a relationship from a lead standpoint multiple different ways. It's not just hey we have a whole list of leads. We're just going to text those leads now. We really try to do a good job of getting in front of them and building that relationship with them to the point where they want to reach out to us or respond a little higher for us on our marketing. You know, one thing you guys got to really think about is that 
on average, they say people are seeing an average or basically being marketed to at least 5,000 times a day. You know, if you go back to marketing, it didn't used to be this way, right? Before we had social media, before we had any of that, you know, the main form of marketing back in the 20s, 30s, and things would have been newspaper, maybe early TV ads, you know. Um, I remember when I was a kid growing up, I'm going to date myself a little bit here, but I was born in the 80s and going into the early 90s, you know, we'd see TV on, you know, the only advertising I'd really ever see was in between a commercial break or something when I was watching my TV show that was only maybe, you know, like TGIF or something like that, or Saturday morning cartoon network, you know, we'd see some advertisements in between some of the shows there. And that was about it. You know, other than that, you're driving down the street, you might see a billboard, you might get a Sunday newspaper. Uh, The frequency of advertising was much lower than what it is today. Today, it's very easy, right? We get our phones out basically. uh, And you can reach anybody you want just like that. Same thing though, you can get your phone out. And as you're scrolling through social media, whether that be Twitter, or whether that be Instagram, whether that be Facebook, you know, or any of your other favorite social media apps, or even the internet right now on your cell phone, you're seeing advertisements and marketing placements everywhere now. So what does this do to the human consumer, basically? Well, it makes you a little more numb to it. Uh, There was some statistics basically back in early 2000s where it was saying somebody would need to see an ad for somebody on average of three times before they would decide to make a potential reach out or a purchase of that product. Uh, Today, the most recent stat I've seen is that they have to see that same advertisement almost nine times they have to see before they make that same purchase where it would have been three times. The reason for that is because people are being marketed to and advertised to so much more and on a much higher frequency today than they were that the human brain is basically just becoming numb to advertisements. You guys see it all the time when you're on Facebook and you guys are on Instagram. We've all gotten pretty good at spotting out all oh, this is a, you know, an authentic post from a true person or this is an ad. Some of the best ads you guys have probably seen on social media are ones that just look like an organic post that somebody basically posted come to find out it's actually a sponsored ad, but it caught your attention because it looked more organic and not as filtered and not as edited uh, as you know what you guys would see from a from a targeted ad that you guys have learned to kind of gloss over. So my point in bringing all this up to you guys is, is, you know, when it comes to marketing, number one, you got to understand it's going to take a little while. You have to learn to build a relationship with your potential clients. You can't just be out there basically saying, I'm going to make a single post. I'm going to make a single video out there. Uh, I'm going to showcase my product one time. And man, somebody didn't come by for me or make a purchase for me or utilize my services or whatnot. Uh, so it must be broken. You guys have to understand that it is a long game when you guys have a marketing strategy in place. You know, uh, so many of you guys are doing the same thing. And I talk about this a lot, just and I'll share in relation to the real estate space because I'm in real estate. All you damn realtors are all doing the same thing. You know, (laughs) all of us, right? You guys are out there sharing a house, doing a home tour, and that's it, right? Which is great. That should be what you're doing. But I would highly recommend you guys are actually putting a true focus and a true value on what it is you guys are doing. If you guys pay attention to some of my marketing and what I put out there, yes, I do showcase the houses that I'm selling. Yes, I highlight them the best I can. But I also try to add in there some really helpful stats and figures uh, and drop a lot of value and knowledge. Hence, this podcast being one of them, right? I don't make a friggin' dollar off of this. And it's not like I get paid for any of this stuff. But I do it because I genuinely want to help people. I genuinely want to see other people succeed. I try to add value through you guys. I try to share free knowledge that I've acquired throughout my business career that has worked for me. And I also share the stuff that didn't work for me to save you guys the the headaches of having to go through that, hopefully. 
So my point to you guys in this is as you guys are out there marketing, make sure you guys are doing things a little bit different. You know, you can't expect that, for example, if you're in real estate and you're doing the same thing that 80,000 other agents on social media are doing, that you're going to stand out, that you're going to look different. You have to do things that are going to add value and capture people's attention, basically. You know, and there's a hundred different ways you guys can do this. There's some amazing agents out there. They're great at marketing and getting your guys' attention. And that's the things I would start paying attention to is what gets your attention. But secondly, make sure you guys are adding value to people. One of my favorite forms of marketing basically is I love to educate through my form of marketing. A lot of the things I do, like I said, hence this podcast, like we just talked about, uh, hence some of my social media posts where I give out market stats and statistics. I try to really break things down for people so that they understand why things are happening the way that they are, right? So why is the market going up? What is driving that right now? I try to give you guys a little bit of context behind that and what the real true reasons are. Why is the market slowing down right now? Again, I try to give you guys some context on that so that you guys truly understand what is going on out there. I believe in education helps people make far better decisions than just putting things out there and hoping it sticks and hoping people you know relate to that. Um, and I like to go a little bit micro. Like I said, you guys see some of my marketing. You know, I don't. I'm not all over the place. I'm not marketing. You know, broad spectrum. I really try to stay in my lane. I love helping the traditional family that needs to sell a house and then go buy a house. Um, I love doing the complex deals. I love doing some of the off-market fix-flip type opportunities where I can get people out of situations that they're kind of stuck in, get them out of that property, get them into something new. I love taking older homes that are just completely beat up and you know bringing them back to life, adding value to neighborhoods, taking that one house on the street that just looks like absolute garbage that's been run down and turning that around and making it beautiful and adding value to all the neighbors. Right? Those are things that I love to do, and that's the lane that I basically stay in. Uh, another helpful tip for you guys when you guys are marketing, you know, for example, I know a lot of agents say, Hey, I'm going to go and you know, and this could be for you guys too, by the way, that are doing any other service. I'm going to send out thousands of mailers right across the valley. Uh, I don't think that's a great strategy. You guys are casting too wide of a net out there. My recommendation is if you guys are doing marketing again, get real, really niche on this, but do omni marketing to a small market group. So for example, you know, if you guys want to market a neighborhood, here's a few things you guys could do. You guys find that neighborhood. You guys can do a few things like send mailers tailored to that neighborhood, tie your specific marketing pieces to that neighborhood so that that neighbor opens a mailbox and they have something to relate to. Oh, this piece of mail is directly specified for my neighborhood. It's not just some random piece of mail that was sent out across the entire you know, state of Arizona. Uh, get a little more specific with the two where you guys can get in front of them social media. If they have a local Facebook group, maybe join that Facebook group. Or if you live in that neighborhood, be very active in that Facebook group to where you add value. Now they're seeing you on a, on a mailer and they're seeing you in the local Facebook group adding value. They can tie two and two together. They're seeing your name on a piece of paper, but now they get to interact with you on social media and see who you are, see what you look like, see how you behave, see what your marketing tactics are, your strategies, uh, see how knowledgeable you are. You guys are starting to get it. Hopefully this is the stuff I'm talking about. That's going to make you be way more effective as you really need to know who your audience is and you guys need to talk to them directly and you guys have to do it consistently. You can't give up. If you guys are going direct mail, if you guys are going paid marketing, guys, please understand that people are already getting hundreds of direct mail flyers. It's not to say it doesn't work, but guys, if you're going to go that route, don't think that you're going to send one mailer, two mailer campaigns out and you're going to get tons of results because guess what? They're already getting hundreds of that. You don't believe me? Walk out to your mailbox right now and open it up and I guarantee you already have a piece of direct mail in there. You got to do stuff that's going to stand out differently or you have to be so consistent with it over a long time that people eventually notice you. They're like, man, I've been seeing the same postcard for eight months months. 
maybe I should reach out finally, you know, that's what you guys have to have in the back of your mind and, and adding value to some of these people. It's the same thing with paid per click traffic, right? Especially in the real estate pace, guys, like you guys have to understand it's a long game. So when you start doing paid per click traffic, you're going to spend a lot of money on the upfront. It doesn't mean that this doesn't work because it does. But please understand that as you acquire a lead, number one, internet leads only converted about one to 2% on average. So uh, to give put things a little bit into perspective for you, let's say you want to average two deals per month at a 1% conversion rate, you're probably going to need to be getting close to, uh, you know, 200 leads a month, give or take two to 300 leads a month can probably net you one to two deals a month. If you're doing proper follow up, reverse engineer that how much money is it going to cost you to get 100 to 200 leads per month, right? And then you can decide is that best spent your money on that? Or can you spend it on other things? Uh, if you're going to spend your money on paid traffic, just make sure you got the right systems and processes in place to really do the follow up on that. Because again, guys, internet leads are not the most hot source of leads. Do they work? Absolutely. Do we use them? Absolutely. I've been doing paid traffic now for probably going on eight years. Uh, I pay attention to a lot of different things. You look at click through rates, you look at opt ins, uh, you know, you can look at video views. If you're doing video target, there's a lot of things you can look at to optimize your ads to make them as efficiently as possible. But your follow up game on the back end has to be important. You know, we have automatic drip campaigns. We have artificial intelligence built into our CRMs that follow up with these leads. Uh, we have ISA inbound sales agents that actually reach out to these leads and call them directly. I mean, we are on top of these leads, you know, making close to three, 4,000 calls a day in a database of 15,000 leads. We try our best to not let things fall through the cracks. So before you go spend money on these kind of things through paid per click or any of that kind of stuff, guys, you need to make sure you have the follow-up game on point. Otherwise, you guys are just wasting money and you should go right back to what I talked about about and dial in your systems and do all the things that you can do for free or very low cost before you start spending a ton of money on your guys's business. I know it sounds like the easy fix. And I know it sounds like the sexy thing to do. And everybody thinks, hey, I'm gonna go out and spend a little bit of money on mailers and pay per click. But guys get good at doing the hard shit first, which is making the calls, making the text messages, refining your sales process. If you're going to spend any money at all, I would probably spend money on going out and getting a sales coach or a sales program that can really dial in your skill set. Because even if you get a 1000 leads a month, if you don't know how to communicate with leads, if you don't know how to solve problems, if you don't know how to walk them through the sales process, guys, you're going to be wasting money because you're not converting the lead you're getting properly. You want to dial in your whole foundation first and then start spending money on, you know, paid activities like lead gen, uh, direct mail marketing, things like that. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Again, I just wanted to uh, drop a little bit of value for you guys and give you guys some context behind marketing. Uh, it's a really, it, it can be pretty complex. I would recommend you guys, you know, kind of really make yourselves masters of the game and study all aspects of marketing, such as the psychology behind it, uh, why it is, you know, your marketing is, you know, again, if you guys are just doing social media posts and check out this house I'm selling and doing a walkthrough tour, you know, surprise, 8,000, 80,000 other agents are out there doing that right now, guys, you got to do something a little bit different. You have to add value. Uh, it's not to say that those things don't work because, you know, it's obviously your job to get out there and showcase, you know, houses and market them for your clients. But also guys, my advice would be make sure you guys are adding value. Make sure you guys are educating people make sure you guys are putting information out there that your consumer would want to hear or understand or know or put things out there that are actually going to help them and add value to them in their life. And then tie that together with how you can help them out or how you can provide that value, right? So as always, guys, that's all I have for you today. Hopefully it was helpful. Hopefully, you know, this was something that would add a little bit of value to you guys. If you guys have any questions on any of this or any comments, I'd love to hear them. Feel free to drop them down in the comments section below. I'll do my best to answer them for you guys. And as always, guys, get out there, crush it. 
If you guys found value in today's episode, I ask that you guys share this with anybody that you think may uh, benefit from hearing this. Obviously, I do this for free. I do this to help you guys. I do this to uh, help, obviously, impact other people that are looking to grow and scale and improve their life. So all I ask is that you guys do share this with somebody that you think it could help and benefit. I greatly appreciate it.